Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the one who sees and what the heck that means. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So I'd like to share a short Eckhart Tolle quote with you. If you're not familiar with Eckhart, he's the author of The Power of Now, A New Earth. He's a very well-regarded spiritual teacher that had a sudden awakening one day and has never been the same since. And one of his quotes is, what a liberation to realize that the voice in my head is not who I am. Who am I then? The one who sees that. What a liberation to realize that the voice in my head is not who I am. Who am I then? The one who sees that. Now, if you've been a listener of this podcast, you're familiar with this idea. We've talked quite a bit about being the observer of your experience and the different avenues to get there, specifically meditation. But there was something about this quote when I came across it that just felt really, I don't know how to say it, like it just got to the heart of it. I'm curious if if you felt that as well. Uh, There was something about it that was just cutting, especially those last two lines. Who am I then? The one who sees that. And it's, it's that simple and that deep. One of the first recognitions we have as we engage in these mindfulness practices, these meditative practices, contemplative practices, where we start turning our attention inward instead of being swept around in automatic pilot, going through our emotions, not questioning anything. When we turn that attention back toward ourselves, what's happening in this mind and this body, the thing that is seemingly running the show moment after moment, one of the first things we see is uh, the flurry of thoughts moving through our mind. And quickly, this recognition that we can watch those thoughts. And so there's the possibility to be non-reactive in relationship to those thoughts. That's a powerful recognition, perhaps one of the most powerful recognitions in terms of practical application to your life, to be able to spend a few minutes watching what's going on in your mind without reacting to it, without taking action based on what those thoughts are saying, and even getting to a place where you can watch those thoughts with with such equanimity that they don't condition emotion the same way, that's, that's a power, especially when you consider how we often live our lives. And so there's that first recognition that can come in, and 
If you haven't had that recognition yet, I encourage you to engage in these practices more and more to see that that voice in your head does not need to run the show. And so once we see that, then this next inquiry comes in. It's one of my favorite that students ask. Well, if I'm not that voice in my head, who am I? Who am I? Eckhart's answer, the one who sees that. Now, I used to say something similar. I wouldn't quite put it that way yet. That I think it's a bit definitive to say, well, to ask, who am I if I'm not that voice? And then to say, I am the one who sees that. And what he's pointing to is, is awareness itself. Some people might call it spirit, higher self, soul. But essentially, it's that part of you that knows what is happening moment by moment, emotions, thoughts, sensations, part of you that can just watch it, but is grounded and still. And many of the spiritual teachers will say that is who you are. And there was an argument for it. The perspective I'm taking more and more these days, as it relates to being in human form, is more that that is another part of who we are. The one who sees is another part of who we are. I think when we get a little too caught in that is the true me, uh, or the only me, or the real me, we can get dismissive toward our human experience. And by human experience, I mean the things that come with having a brain, having a body, thoughts, emotions, sensations, and can sometimes get caught in trying to override these experiences or suppress them or what we call spiritually bypass them where we pretend they're not important, they're not real, because the real me is the one who sees. And that can be dangerous territory. So I like to connect to the one who sees and recognize that that is another arguably bigger part of who I am because it encapsulates and holds everything. And it's one dimension of many different dimensions. And what would it be like to hold all of these dimensions with a similar curiosity, care, and respect? The wisdom of an emotion, of fear, and that that is coming up in human form in relationship to being in the world with other people. And that at times that, that might be a necessary emotion for navigating this world. If there's something beyond this world where we're no longer in human form and we're angels or something, it may be a little less necessary. But as it relates to, to being in a body, that fear response has wisdom, as does joy, as does love. And those thoughts that we can learn to watch and observe and not take so seriously, they too often have very important things to say. I spend so much of my day listening to my thoughts and letting them direct me. I don't know what it would be like to navigate my life 
at least again in human form, without thoughts. So I have a lot of respect for that part of me. And so all of this to say is I I really love what Eckhart is pointing to when he says, what a liberation to realize that the voice in my head is not who I am. Yes, huge liberation to realize that that voice doesn't have to be who you are solely. Who am I then? The one who sees that. I might adjust that by saying, who am I then? I'm not sure, but I know there's more to me than just the thought moving through my mind. And I know that part of me who sees that happening is a part of me. And it's a big part of me, a meaningful part of me, a powerful part of me. So what do we take away from this episode? Well, it can serve as a reminder that who you are is bigger than the voice in your head. And the voice in your head might also be an important part of who you are, as are the sensations in your body, the emotions moving through you. And so as long as we're in this human form, mind and body, can we respect everything that comes with that and the various forms of wisdom within that and also still explore those parts of us that might feel bigger than our human form, the parts of us that can observe all of it happening without reacting to it, that just knows. Some might call it the soul, some might call it spirit, some might call it awareness, and some psychologists might even call it metacognition. doesn't really matter what label you put on it. The only thing that matters is that it's there and it's available for you to access. So thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, as always, take care. Hey, before you go, a couple reminders for you. First, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, it would be a good time to do so. I am posting a lot there, three times a day. And it's not just little pictures of my tree in my backyard. These are um, these are teachings. I'm writing out long captions. It's all uh, to create a library of my ideas and and offer more of them freely for you all so in addition to this podcast it's a it's a great resource to be following along you could find that at Corey mascara on instagram and it's a great place to comment share your thoughts and follow along with the community also if you would like text updates that's another area where i'm offering free teachings I send daily text messages and audio messages that go a little deeper into the Instagram posts that I'm making. I share a little bit more nuance and practical application. That you can get by texting the word podcast to 1-631-305-2874. 1-631-305-2874. And if that wasn't enough in terms of free resources, if you would also like follow-up meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, uh, sleep meditations, we have those available for you too. 
And to get those, you text your email address to 1-631-337-8298 and you'll get an automated email to your inbox. So there are a lot of free resources for you here, including this podcast. I hope that makes these teachings available for you. Please share them with friends, family members, tell them about this. If you've been finding value, chances are other people will too. And I'm really trying to get this work out there as much as possible. So would love for you to share if you're inspired by what we're doing. You can also leave a review on iTunes. That goes a long way and I love reading all of them. So thank you for your practice. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care.